machines. In my first podcast, I discussed how machines invented and implemented by humans significantly changed how human society worked, lived, and created economic growth. But just what will the future of humanity look like in the future with this rapid development of machine learning and artificial intelligence and robots? Once what was Hollywood's high-tech sci-fi is today's reality. Now the question arises, is Hollywood films the predictors of the future or the inspiration to the creation of today and future technology? In an August 8, 2013 article in USA Today by John Swartz titled, Today's Technology Lives in Sci-Fi Films of Yesteryear, he highlights some of the yesteryear movies that introduced sci-fi technological concepts that are today's reality. Remember how 9000 from the 2001 Space Odyssey film done in 1968? It utilized voice command recognition. Today's Apple, Siri, Google Assistant, and Amazon Alexis are today's how. Star Wars has also been a fertile ground of science fiction technology, evolving into today's science products with robots and the 3D hologram image of Princess Leia. Remember being projected by R2-D2? In the 2008 general election, CNN claimed to have used technology to beam Jessica Elmage, a CSN, CNN correspondent from Chicago, to the CNN Press Center in New York City, where Buff Blitzer and the rest of the team were covering election returns. While this wasn't considered true holography, true holographic technology has been demonstrated by many other companies. Telstra, the Australian phone company, used a hologram in 2008 to beam its chief technology officer from Elborn to a business meeting about 460 miles away in Adelaide. Cisco Systems has also used holograms and demonstrations to talk about its telepresence products. Samsung, Sony, and others are developing now holographic technology for TVs and smartphones. And in 2016, the BBC did an experimental holographic TV Google Glass, the driverless car, and robots all had roots in films such as Blade Runner 1982, Back to the Future 1989, and Total Recall 1990. Flying cars were the way to get around in Los Angeles and Blade Runner, a film about a private detective in pursuit of a malevolent android set in 2019. In the real world, startup Terrafugia is making available for sale in 2019. It's Terrafugia Transition, a combination hybrid electric road vehicle and pusher-style propeller-driven aircraft. But you'll need a pilot's license to fly the two-seat car plane with foldable wings that can fit into a garage. Oh, and about $279,000 to buy it. Cyborgs. Cyborgs are an organism that has both organic, or natural, and cybernetic machine parts. In other words, 
when people become cyborgs, they're part human and part machine. They were depicted in such movies as Robocop, Justice League, Alita Battle Angel, and Cyborg. These are just a few. Some believe among them Elon Musk and Amber Case, who titles herself as a cyborg anthropologist in her TED Talk of 2010, we are all cyborgs now. Between our laptops, smartphones, and tablets, we already use technology to connect ourselves in ever-advanced ways to the world. Indeed, the line between technology and reality has become increasingly blurred. Projecting into the future, it's not hard to imagine the line disappearing entirely. When humans and technology merge and become indistinguishable. Some philosophers and scientists think this kind of technological singularity could be achieved within just a few more generations. In other words, we're all on our way of becoming cyborgs. Here are just a few examples of real-life cyborgs. Activist and artist Neil Harbison. He was born with the inability to see color. In 2004, he decided to change that. He mounted an electronic antenna to the lower back of his skull that turns frequencies of light into vibrations that his brain interprets as sound, allowing him to hear color. He has gone on to found the Cyborg Foundations, whose mission is to help people become cyborgs, promote cyborg art, and defend cyborg rights. Another example is Devon Dr. Kevin Warwick, who's become known as Captain Cyborg. He teaches at the University of Reading in Berkshire, England, as a cybernetics professor. He has experimented with different electronic implants since 1998 such as installing a microchip in his arm, which lets him operate lights, heaters, or computers remotely. As dedicated as he is, Morwick also gave an implant to his wife, so that when someone grasped her hand, that person was able to experience the same sensation in his. He is the founder of Project Cyborg, using himself as a guinea pig on a mission to become the world's most complete cyborg. Jesse Sullivan. He worked as an electrical lineman when in 2001 of May he suffered a life-threatening accident. He was electrocuted so severely that both his arms needed to be amputated. This, however, led him to become the world's first bionic man. He can control his limb with his mind. When he thinks about lifting an arm, certain muscles in his chest contract, Instead, muscles in his original arm and the prosthetic replacement interprets this contraction as an instruction to move in a certain way. Moreover, he can feel temperature as well as how much pressure his, his grip applies. Jess Nauman was struck blind in both eyes, but he never gave hope that he would someday see again. That dream became a reality in 2002 when Nauman became the first person in the world to receive an artificial vision system. 
His electronic eye is connected directly to his visual cortex through brain implants. Unlike with other cyborg implants, which translate visual information into another sense such as sound or touch, Nauman actually sees the world. It is limited. He can only see lines and shapes, but his tech vision has been technically restored. Claudia Mitchell became the first woman to become a cyborg when she was outfitted with a bionic limb. Her limb is similar to that installed on cyborg Jesse Solomon. Sullivan. This limb is connected to her nervous system, allowing her to control it with her mind. The range of motion is extraordinary, allowing herself to use it for cooking, holding a laundry basket, folding clothes, all the kind of daily tasks, and perhaps one day for arm wrestling. Finally, there is Professor Yu Her at MIT, who had both his legs amputated after a mountain climbing accident that resulted in damage to the tissues from frostbite. Working with his MIT staff and students, he created a bionic prosthetic. In 2008 TED Talk, 18 TED Talk, he described the technology of his prosthetic that allows him to walk, run, and tap dance. He also described how his team, Cyborg, at MIT, developed a prosthetic foot for his friend Jim Ewing, who also suffered a debilitating mountain climbing accident, but was soon able to return to his mountain climbing passion. In his TED Talk, How Will Become Cyborg and Extend Human Potential, Professor Herr describes how humans will soon have new bodies that forever blur the line between natural and synthetic worlds. Through Neural Embodied Designs, a methodology for creating cyborg function that he's developing at the MIT Media Lab. He describes and shows us a future where with augmented our bodies in a way that will redefine human potential and maybe turn us into superheroes. He goes on to say that during the twilight years of this century, he believes humans will be unrecognizable in morphology and dynamics from what we are today. As her says, humanity will be able to take flight and soar. In this podcast, we've looked at some of the Hollywood films and the technology that are actually now part of our everyday lives or very close to it. In the next podcast, We'll look at some additional Hollywood movies where the technology is all being developed or is going to be something we'll have in the future. So let's stay tuned for that podcast.